save yourself and personally secede from the insanity of society. Leave the swamp. Hey guys, uh, welcome back. So today I felt compelled to talk about something uh, that you know has always kind of been on my mind, especially since I had my son and now I'm going to have a daughter. And it's something that just gets my blood boiling. I mean, just boiling. Because <clears throat> it's one of the main things that gives our government an excuse to take away our freedoms. And that is all these endless wars that are going on right now. You know, and the fact that the government, the U.S. government, has over 100 and who knows odd bases around the world. And we got street troops even stationed in hundreds more spots around the world. You know, and it, it just, for anyone who has any kind of cursory understanding of uh, real history in this country, it has to be something that just makes you think, just makes you think, God, that right there explains how screwed up everything is. Because remember, if, you know, looking back at the times around the founding of this country and whatnot, you know, the, uh, the people there that essentially rebelled against, you know, the British empire who owned the 13th, 13 colonies at the time, you know, they said, no, nah, the hell with it. You know, we want to govern ourselves. Uh, at least for now, you know, we're going to create a style of government that, would not be modeled after an empire and we will not we don't want to have or the idea is not to have an empire and then now look at us you know 2020 uh for a long for a long time the united states has been the biggest most powerful uh empire the world's ever seen i mean how did we get there and i will i'll probably ramble in future talks about, you know, how we got there and what happened, where we went wrong in the past. But to get back to what compelled me to bring all this up today is, you know, right now, uh, when I'm talking a couple days ago, uh, our idiot president decided to uh, assassinate a general of Iran in Iraq. <sighs> and now, supposedly, last night, Iran now you Iran started bombing one of our military bases, I guess, in Iraq, uh, or launching missiles at it. And here we go again. Now, you know, kind of knew this was coming. It was going to happen eventually, I guess. Uh, you know, the government, idiot government versus idiot government. You know, idiot United States government versus idiot Iranian government. With all of us basically innocent civilians stuck in between of those, both these douchebag governments, governments. But unfortunately, their actions affect what happens to us. And I go back to saying, you know, especially, I think about this, especially now that I have children, because if you look at it, it's 2020, and we have troops still fighting a war in occupying countries over in the middle Middle East area, you know, Afghanistan area, Afghanistan, Iraq, and all that. And they've been there since 2001. So we're, we're at 19 years. 
So now in that government in that in those stupid idiotic wars, we have the possibility that young 18-year-old, 17-year-olds that are being sent over there now, their dads were actually there when these dumb things started. Okay. So that kind of hits home to me, seeing as how, you know, my son is two and a half years old right now. And, you know, I just wanted I wanted to kind of lay out here, you know, the way I view things around, you know, this the military, the the government, and all that in relation to uh, you know, freedom, what's going on with us over here. Uh, and then truly what should a good moral ethical person do in that situation? I mean, so <clears throat> I mentioned earlier that, you know, all these wars give the government a convenient excuse to violate and take away our rights. And there's no question about that. You know, once when, when at war, the government claims that it has to have extraordinary powers to protect us in order to do that. Well, they got to take away our freedoms, uh, you know, to live our life. They, they uh, say, well, we either need to tax you more to pay for your own protection or, you know, we have to provide all this security more. So that means we have to search everybody indiscriminately or, you know, prevent everyone indiscriminately from doing certain things because all that could endanger everybody else. All that does is act to further enslave us and take away our freedom. And the problem with that is, even when wars end, the government never gives back what it took. So we're always going to be further enslaved uh, by the government. And it's not only physical, like preventing us from doing certain things or robbing us of our property through taxation. It's mental. Because the longer these things go on, the more complacent we get as, as citizens. You know, the more we start believing the propaganda coming out of Washington, D.C. Start believing that we need them to protect us. We start, we stop remembering why we don't need that or why, why we're better off without it or why what they're doing is actually a violation of the natural rights that we have. So these wars that have been going on damn near 20 years have been easily probably the most destructive wars, uh, at least in the last, you know, since World War II to, any, to freedom in this country. Now, every war that this country has fought has uh, done its part to take away and limit our freedoms. No question about that. You know, don't believe the propaganda that, you know, well, we're the good guys fighting abroad, you know, so that we prevent it from coming over here or we prevent us from speaking German, you know, or any of that bullshit that they talk about. No, nah, none of that's true. None of that is true. None of it's ever been true. It's all been total, utter propaganda. Well, anyway, jumping back to today. So no doubt what's, what'll, what may, what more than likely will happen is, uh, you know, this Iran and U.S. thing um, will, may escalate, you know, and of course that'll work to the advantage of the corporations and and then, you know, the, the military contractors making the billions and billions, a trillion dollars on all this idiotic, idiotic spending that the federal government's doing that actually it does not protect us. It actually acts to uh, lower our protection, makes us less safe by pissing people off around the world. It 
causing them to want to do harm to us, you know, the blowback theory. But uh, no, I mean, what may end up happening here is, I mean, I guess this very, very well could lead to uh, another front being opened up in this stupid, idiotic war over there. Now, I'm against against it from happening. Okay, I'm against any pretty much any. I mean, pretty much any war unless we're def actually defending ourselves from actual, you know, invasion. But shit, that that hadn't happened. And let's see, the last time that actually happened in this country, the last probably legitimate war for protection was in 1861, to 1865, and that was only done by half the country. That was the South defending itself, the South, the sovereign country defending itself against invasion by the United States, the North. Uh, that was obviously unsuccessful in the war between the states or the war for Southern independence, but which was not incidentally a civil war, which I can't stand when it's referred to as a civil war. But that's neither here nor there. Or, I mean, I guess it is, but uh, we, we can talk about that later. But even before that, probably the... Only other legitimate war would have been uh, the war for independence from Great Britain. You know, I mean, in the whole history of this country, there's only been two truly, you know, legitimate defenseful wars. Everything else has been uh, sticking our nose in other people's business, you know, trying to, our government trying to, imposing its will on other people for imperial gain. Bottom line. Uh which is immoral, it's unethical. You know, it's not something that a moral country does. But, you know, when propaganda is so strong and so thick and the populace, you know, every by the year uh, becomes dumber and dumber or mentally dumbed down and more mentally dumbed down and we get fatter and fatter, happier and happier and more complacent, well, then it becomes easy to, you know, claim, oh, well, you know, yeah, we got to go over there and, and, and fight over there because, oh, they could come over here and hurt us. Of course, most people in this country are only uh, first-level thinkers, so they'll never hear that and ask, well, wait a minute, why would they want to come over here in the first place to do that? And in that, I don't know, that might not even be the second level, but if that second level, if someone does say that, then they have the, a ready, a ready uh, you know, retort to that and... Oh, well, they hate us for our freedoms, which is even stupider than the previous. We got to fight them there so they don't come over here. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. But when George W. Bush uttered that, you know, everyone said, oh, OK, yeah, that makes sense. The dumbest president that this country's ever had. Probably, probably the worst president since Abraham Lincoln, because he got us into these dumb wars. But it, but he but out, but he was probably he may have been a man of his time. And I'll get to that in a second. But uh, anyway, you know, the third level thinking is just immediately when that goes through that, uh, bull, bull, uh, you know, bullshit filter that I talked about previous, you know, you hear that, then you know it's immediate, immediately is bullshit. And the person telling you that is either dumb because they believe it or they are just a nefarious, a nefarious person, you know, an unethical and nefarious person. Uh, trying to pass that off as an actual, uh, you know, reason for it. Well, then once you get past that, there is no other explanation other than the fact that, you know what, maybe someone's pissed off at us or our government government because our government's done something to them. You know, I mean, think about that for a second. 
why else would you be pissed off at someone you don't even know unless that person, you know, through some other proxy, did something to you, you know, or violated your personal property or, you know, a, committed some sort of aggression against you? Otherwise, why would you even have any incentive, you know, to attack that person or to kill that person? Okay, I can see the argument of, well, maybe on religious grounds where your religion tells you to do certain things and irrespective of whether someone attacks you or not. But come on, it's 2020. Religions are dying. You know, maybe not Islam, but, uh, you know, they need a better excuse than that. Those people are not organized enough to do anything like that without another more unifying reason. And that is the fact that our government did something to them over there. You know, when you look at it that way, can you blame them? You would do the exact same thing, you know? So anyway, getting back to it, you know, here we are. Our uh, military is still over in the middle, middle East for no f fucking good reason. You know, our soldiers, our young idiots that are joining the military, you know, unfortunately, I mean, I, I'll take back the word idiot. Our young, ignorant, impressionable, uh, you know, uh, citizens, if you will, that join the military thinking that they're going to actually defend this country. Unfortunately, not unwittingly knowing that they're just a pawn for the politicians and the, the corporations that are making all the money off all these uh, military adventures, you know, they, they're the ones dying. You know, they're dying for this. They're dying for, you know, meager pay. They're not sharing in any of the profits these companies are making. And they're dying maybe still believing that they're doing something good where, although, you know, you look at the suicide rates and everything amongst veterans and maybe most of them are actually coming to their senses and realizing how stupid this stuff is, you know, and that truly the only defense that's uh, legitimate that they should be doing is standing here on the soil here, defending this country, not over there. But anyway, you know, the only, the, the thing that I want to get out here right now is, uh, and maybe, you know, some of the parents listening out there is, look, we have to starve the beast. We have to do everything we can to lay the foundations for our children to be able to think for themselves as early as possible. You know, a theme that I've been talking about here, you know, we have to s save ourselves. Of course, we got to do it first to ourselves. We got to break the chains of ensla mental enslavement ourselves and start thinking for ourselves and, and see through the fog of bullshit that's constantly thrown at us. And only then can we then, you know, uh, connect the, the oxygen mask to our children and help them through the fog, hopefully prevent the fog from even clouding their eyes since they're still young, but allow, help them think for themselves so that when the time comes and they see that their government is doing all these stupid things that are endangering them and everything it says you can almost the it being the government everything the government says you can almost put money on the fact that the reality is like the exact opposite 100 percent opposite of what they're saying only then can our young people who are joining the military and whatnot begin to starve the beast stop volunteering for the military if no one volunteered for the military, if no one was in the military, they wouldn't be able to do all these stupid adventures. That is, unless they instituted the draft, which, you know, right now, with our, 
if they instituted a draft and they drafted all these video game playing lazy kids, I mean, there would probably that would be the thing that would probably get them off the couch to actually start a rebellion. So maybe it'll happen in the future when they're really desperate. But I don't really see that happening anytime soon. But so otherwise, as parents, we got to do our part to show to, to show kids that. No, joining the military is not defending your, your, you know, your home, defending your country. What it is is defending contractor profits. It's keeping politicians in power because the message that we need this, mili- all this giant military and we need to be in all these bases is that we're very unsafe. You know, we're unsafe because of you know, all these people wanting to attack us. No. Starve the beast. We need, to, we, we need to open our children's eyes that the last thing they need to be doing is throwing their life away by voluntarily enslaving themselves to the federal government to become pawns in their you know, imperial, you know, imperial ambitions. That's, that's what we need to do going forward, what, what's of utmost importance to us now. Because I'll be damned if I don't teach my children what I've just been talking about. You know, they can choose to believe me or not. But you know what? Their mind will be opened enough to take in what I say and take in what they hear from the government and other propaganda sources, weigh them, and make their own decision. And you know what? I have no doubt that, I mean, because the evidence is crystal clear on the matter here. I have no doubt that they'll, they'll fall, you know, on my side of things here. And I'm hoping any kids out there, you know, when you hear, when you hear this talk and it's, a, it's what I'm saying is kind of totally against everything that you usually hear propaganda wise out there. You know, you constantly hear, you know, support our troops and do all this stuff, you know, military appreciation and all this crap like that. You know, that stuff exists to make us feel bad about seeing the light about what you know our military is actually exists to do and that's to be the enforcement arm or the mercenary force for military contractors the banking conglomerates and the politicians it's the trifecta there that's what they exist for it has nothing to do with protecting us us measly meager citizens out here you know in a regular american country it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. That's the key thing to kind of to learn or to think about when you see all this stuff. And it really boils down to, you know, not placing any kind of hatred or anything on, again, the ignorant masses that join the military. I mean, they're, again, the definition of ignorant is they don't know any better at the, about it at that point in time. It's the politicians that we put into power that we're stupidly vote for to put into power. You know, that's where the problem is, okay? It's, uh, it's something that we all need to be aware of. It's something that, um, something to keep in mind, especially now when I'm recording this. It's a very dangerous time with all this Iranian stuff going on. Who knows when I look back on this 10 years from now, it, maybe nothing happened from it. Maybe we totally withdraw, withdrew from the Middle East. Uh, I have no idea, 
But I can say this. I, I think in 10 years or so, one of two things will probably happen. Either we've withdrawn from the Middle East, and that could be because we went broke, couldn't pay for it anymore, which happens a lot to empires. So we had no choice. Or something really bad happened, I don't know, maybe economically here, where the the focus had to shift and they kind of couched it. Well, I guess this is the same reason, same thing, same thing. Either way, we've withdrawn. I mean, but I can tell you this, if we're still there, then, oh boy. I mean, the 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 amount of debt that will be on the balance federal government's balance sheet by that time, the amount of money printing that'll be there. If we're still there, we'll probably be very close to withdrawing because massive inflation will will massive inflation in everything that hadn't seen the so-called inflation with rising prices so far, consumer items other than housing up to this point. Well, it'll be through the roof. Uh, well, it'll be a disaster. It will be another disaster. And, you know, who knows? You know, I talked about how Bush, W. Bush, was the worst president since Lincoln. Maybe, and that's tough, you know, uh, topping, you know, Roosevelt and Wilson and you know, everyone after him. But maybe he was put put in that place at the right time to, you know, plant the seed for the downfall of the empire, you know, because he certainly did everything that needed to be done to start the downfall of the empire by invading and creating these endless wars over lies. You know, so I don't know. Maybe that'll be the good thing to come out of it. But unfortunately, you got to go through a lot of shit before you, you know, start over and, uh, you know, you dig yourself out of the out of it out of the the quagmire and the crap, you know? Um, and of course, Trump, you know, he comes in, he's talking about a rhetorical hypocrite. Well, an action, actionable hypocrite here, just a terrible president so far, unfortunately, uh, you know, campaigning against all these wars and whatnot, saying we needed to come home. And then and now is escalating them. You know, he's dangerous. He's very dangerous because his rhetoric says one thing, but his actions do another. And the only thing that people care about, especially idiot Republicans, are what he says. Because they don't have any, they don't have the desire to actually look into what he does. And his actions have basically been in a third term of Obama, but his rhetoric has been, you know, decent at times. So anyway, that's a big rambling on uh, kind of the military stuff going on right now. I don't really call it military stuff. I say... Uh, douchebag government versus douchebag government stuff. U U U.S. against Iran, Iran right now. Yeah, I hope it doesn't escalate too far. But what I can say is this: if it does, we'll know because I, in the next year or so, I bet you there will be a some sort of attack here. I mean, I that's the only thing Iran has to counteract essentially what our military is doing now. If there is one, you know, even then you got to be skeptical to say, you know, was it actually them or was it a false flag designed to be blamed on them to keep the conflict going or to give us an excuse to invade? You know, you got to watch out there. So anyway, a lot going on, a lot of bullshit going on in the world today and around, you know, with governments doing things in our names, horrendous, atrocious things in our names that it just, again, it boils my blood. Like I said, at the very beginning of this thing. And I hope 
you know, I, I, I hope so much that I can instill in my children the ability to think for themselves so they can see through all the, through all the, the fog of the bullshit of propaganda that's, that's hurled at us from the government at all times, especially around war. And this is a perfect example of it. So anyway, with that, I will leave y'all and talk to you on the next one.